Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 202, looking at 2 Chronicles 23 and 24, and then Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through to 35. And yes, we're back into 2 Chronicles. Remember, we're doing this in a chronological order, so we're trying to follow it as it happens. And so that is why we're back into 2 Chronicles 23. And it's great to see how God brought Joash to be king. Even greater that Joash served the Lord and obeyed his commands. The people of God were once again led by someone who was willing to put God first. However, let's not completely jump for joy, for Joash only served God when other godly priests were around him. As soon as these godly individuals were not there, he listened to all sorts of advice from those who did not follow the Lord. You see, it's all fine and good to obey the Lord when people are around. The test of obedience is whether you will serve the Lord no matter what others say. In context to the here and now, I think this is a major issue in the Christian life. Will we honour God even when those around us are beating a different drum, even worse, slinging mud at you because you dare obey God? The test of the faithful Christian in today's society is whether they will stand on scripture or whether they will be swayed by the latest thinking. Obedience to God is not ebb and flow, it is constant and resolute at all times. I would encourage each of us today to not only be good when others are around us, but to be Christ-centred in each and every circumstance in life, whether we are alone or we're amongst a sea of opinions. Now we head into Matthew's Gospel and we have another question asked of Jesus. When and how many times should we forgive another? The question in itself is interesting, for it suggests that there are times you would choose not to forgive. If you're asking how many times, it indicates that you're already thinking about a limit to forgiveness. Already the disciples have got off on the wrong foot. However, Jesus patiently teaches them the truth of godly living by using a parable. And in this parable, a huge debt is written off because the master had pity on the slave. The debt is wiped out. Not only does this give the slave freedom from punishment, but more than that, he gains his life back. However, the slave goes to another who owes him money and demands for it back, not giving any mercy or grace that was shown to him. He received great forgiveness, but only gave out harsh treatment and words. In the end, the master hears of this and gives the original man his full due punishment, for he has abused his freedom for the sake of personal gain. Clearly in this parable, Jesus is speaking to each one of us and our response to forgiveness. As sinners, we have to come to Jesus and humbly find forgiveness to the point where our tarnished sinful lives that we once led are now transformed into new righteousness before Christ. In turn, we then go about forgiving others, for much has been forgiven of us. To do anything else is to lord over others with a position that we did not attain, but we were granted as a gift, as one righteous through Christ. To have a lack of forgiveness is to show complete disregard to what Christ has done for us. Bringing this point home, don't just academically think about it. Right now, bring the names to mind of those individuals you are yet to forgive. In all sincerity, forgive them, for Jesus has forgiven you. Not only do you grant them freedom, but you will be free from the bitterness and resentment that you have carried. Let's pray. Father, we do pray that we would be led to forgiving of others. Father, we pray that we would seek the forgiveness that we have received in Christ to flow out from us and to show mercy and grace upon others as we forgive them. Father, we pray that 
even in the light of a sea of opinions where people want to uh, go this way or that way, Father, we pray that we'd be resolute in our obedience to you. We'd be resolute in our obedience to scripture. We would stand on its truth and we would not be swayed by the latest thinking. So, Father, we're ultimately praying that you help us live out our Christian life in a way that is worthy of Christ Jesus. And so we pray this in his name. Amen.